Hello and welcome to this month's Clarkson Wright and Jake's Employment Law Podcast, where this time around I'm joined by Laura Claridge, Senior Lawyer from our Employment Department. This month's topic is the subject of the office Christmas party. I think most people have, have heard or have a story associated with something that's happened at their Christmas party. Have you got a couple of case studies that we could probably have a listen to? Yeah, there are lots of been lots of cases on this over the years. Um, there was the case of Westlake and London Zoo a few years ago, which was um, involved a fight between two zookeepers. One was dismissed, the other one was issued with a warning. Wow. Um, the dismissal was found to be based on gut feeling um, and the severity of the uh, and the severity of the other keeper's injuries, and the dismissal was therefore unfair. But the compensation was reduced to zero in that instance. Um, so, I that that's. The first I've heard of a decision being made on gut feeling. Yes. Um, that was the reason that it was... The, 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 the employer made the decision based on gut feeling rather than looking yeah, at yeah. the documents. Yeah. Um, okay. And that was found to be unfair. A more extreme case was Bellman and Northampton Recruitment Limited. Um, an employer was found to be vicariously liable for a managing director's drunken assault on an employee during an impromptu drink not organised by the employer after the Christmas party. And in that case, the employer was found to be responsible. So, um, yeah, lots of different cases. In other cases on bonuses and whether pay rises have been agreed at the Christmas party. So, yeah, there are lots of different angles. What are the issues or what are the, we can't talk about all of the issues, but what are the key issues you think we need to be aware of? So the main one, and everything flows from this really, is that the Christmas party is part of the work workplace. Yeah. So if something happens at the Christmas party, it's the same as if it happened at work. Um, the employer's still got a duty to provide a safe place of work and to minimise the risk of things going wrong. Um, with discrimination or harassment, employers are responsible for what happens at the Christmas party in the same way as they would be if um, it occurred in the usual workplace. Um, the usual defence will apply. So if the employer can show that it took all reasonable steps to prevent the incident from happening, um, usual things like training managers, having policies in place that people understand and where to find them. So is it fair to say the rule of thumb is if you shouldn't be doing it within the workplace, then you equally should not be doing Correct. it at your Christmas yeah, and it office needs to be party. responded to in exactly the same way yeah. as if as if it is and investigated in the same way as if it's in the workplace. Okay. So that obviously puts quite a big um, responsibility on the employer. Um, so what would be some of your top tips for the employer when, first of all, planning, we'll look at planning the event and then we'll have a look at, during the event so at the planning stage so at the planning stage the big one is to remind staff that the usual rules apply even though it's um the work parties out of out of work um or off site um and just the usual disciplinary and grievance anti-harassment rules and so on will continue to apply even though you're off site um make sure that your social media policy is sufficiently robust and clear on the boundaries and rules around posting content which may cause reputational damage yeah Think about when the party will take place, inclusivity, use an accessible venue. Bear in mind that those with childcare responsibilities may not be able to make an evening, things like that. Um, invite any staff who are on maternity or other leave. Make sure that any entertainment is appropriate, not likely to offend. Um, and then think about the menu. Are all groups catered for? Be clear with caterers about any allergies or religious dietary requirements. If providing a bar, make sure that food is served as well. 
um, and be clear in advance of your expectations on uh, attendance at work the next day. So if it's a working day, do you expect staff to be in work? Yeah. Uh, make clear that any time off needs to be booked in the usual way and that any authorised absence will be treated in the usual way. Usually best just to have it on a non-work evening, but that's not always possible. Um, plan the journey home in advance. So take steps to avoid employees drink driving. Um, provide, think about providing transport or having cab numbers available, things like that. Right, so a fair amount of preparation. And as long as all of that is communicated out beforehand, that in some way kind of protects the employer and satisfies their main responsibilities. Mm. All right, so that's the preparation part. Um, what about when it all happens? What about when you're actually at the party? Uh, so the big one is is alcohol, making sure the focus isn't all about alcohol, not too free-flowing, good non-alcoholic drink options available. Um, consider whether it's necessary to have some supervisors on hand who aren't drinking, who can keep an eye on staff. Uh, make sure that no one gets to the worse for wear. Take steps to avoid um, staff, as we said, drink driving home. Yeah. Um, if something goes wrong, wait until afterwards to investigate. It might be okay to send an employee home in some cases, but don't deal with it or investigate in detail at the time, especially not in front of other employees. So these these, these responsibilities <clears throat> to, to look out, or employ who who's responsible for that would you say would it be management who yeah it should be the managers should be should know what to do in advance um another one for managers is to avoid discussions about performance and pay inadvertently making promises that you might be held to uh, there have been cases on this um employers can be held to things said in a social environment so don't be drawn on any difficult decisions try to shut discussions down it's not the time to be talking about pay or yeah. bonuses, things like that. So just avoid yeah. those conversations. Yeah. Um, all right, what about afterwards? What about after the event? So afterwards, if there's a complaint, investigate properly after the event, as you would any other grievance or disciplinary. There's lots of cases where things haven't been followed up properly, things not taken seriously. So um, investigate properly and take any necessary steps following the investigation. Don't just not take it seriously because it happened at the party. Yeah, okay, all right, awesome. And after that, try and enjoy the party. Well, that's the main thing, isn't it? That's why, that's why we have it. Okay, all right, thank you, Laura. That's it for this particular podcast. Um, head over to our website if you want to listen to some of the other podcasts that we've recorded. So have a pleasant break, and we'll be back with new podcasts in the new year. But until then, bye for now. <laughs>